And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Oh, Doc. Oh, Docky Doc Manson at Doc Manson. That's me. I am DC Matthews. Have the DC Matthews. That's you. How the heck are you? I'm exhausted. Oh, um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty tired, too. It's been a heck of a week, but uh, here we are. Ready to record yet another exciting episode of the DDT podcast. I'm glad you're bringing that. I, you know, it's just, I got to go to a funeral this weekend. It, that's never fun. I have a funeral to go to on Tuesday. And I have been asked to write and deliver a eulogy. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. You win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I didn't know anyone close to you passed away. My condolences. Yeah, my uh, father's older brother passed. Um, he was my uncle, obviously, and also my godfather. So. Ah, yes, my grand yeah. my grandmother passed about a month ago. Now it'll be about a month, and so she's she's being buried up north, and uh, it's a small cemetery, and so they needed to wait for the ground. To be warm enough to thaw. for the guy yeah. to go out with his shovel and dig, because <laughs> they don't have enough money in this little town to pay for any construction equipment. So it's just a guy. But in fairness, it's actually pretty common, I think, especially a little further north here in New England. I've known people in Vermont, and again, that can get pretty cold as well, but it's the same deal. You know, there's a busy season once the spring thaw yeah. hits. From all those people who passed over the winter holiday and weren't able to uh, be laid to rest, I guess. That is full disclosure where we're off to. We're off to Vermont. For, uh, oh, yes, really? My grandmother. Oh, okay. My grandmother was raised in Vermont, only moved to Connecticut when taking care of herself was a little more difficult. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, not, you know, not fun, though. I'm not. I was asked to be a pallbearer. I was not asked to be a. Uh, to deliver anything, I don't know that anyone's speaking at ours. It's like a little graveside thing. At some point in your life, friends, um, you you get a point to a point in your twenties where you're going to weddings every goddamn day. It's like you're going to a wedding, and then it gets to a point where that dies down a little bit, and then you start going to like some kids' birthday parties or things, and then it's funerals, and it's like, oh, we're at that point now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As my father put it, uh, we are on the wrong side of the mountain. Oh, he wasn't referring to me and you. I was. He was referring to himself and his generation. But, yeah, I'd, uh, I still I'd feel like it. to believe I'm still cresting the mountain. I know. Mm, I know you. No. I know you say that you're. You've seen more years than you have left. But I'm. I'm choosing to believe we're going to do DDT podcast well into our nineties. I'd like to believe that. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? I'm just saying my father is the last of uh, his his brothers, um, 72 and 69. My father is now 67. So just saying, just saying. I'd like to point out if he eats more chocolate chip pancakes, he will live long. Uh, that's, that's an interesting theory. <laughs> And one that I'm willing to try <laughs> to test the veracity of. Um, you know, I I had a, a godparents. Um, I was particularly close with my godmother for a while. Was never particularly close with my godfather. What would, or, you know, is this someone that you spent a lot of time with? The, the role of the godparent no. is an interesting one. It is. And honestly, I didn't want to say no because... If you're asked, sure. But, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I wasn't. I don't feel as though I was particularly close to this individual. In fact, I'm not really sure what I'm going. He was the. He was the sort. Um, 
He was the sort who I, I really would only see him at holidays, you know, a few times a year. And he would always be there with a drink in his hand, a beer or whiskey or something. And he was a man of few words. Like he was the sort of man who he might grunt at you. And that grunt told you everything that you needed to know about his opinion on whatever topic happened to be at hand. You know what I mean? He was a quiet man. I mean, a few words, I guess. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm going to talk to my father. Sure. I'm going to get some ideas. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, some people are asked to do a reading and that's a totally different thing. You get up, you, you read a poem or a passage and, and that's it. I'm, you know, eulogies are tricky you know for public speaking was it it's levity brevity and repetition levity there you go brevity and repetition but i don't know how much um levity they're going to be looking for in this sort of i mean there's going to be some levity because that's all i know um i think you get up there you crack open a beer you grunt and you sit back down is that allowed are those ginger snaps (laughs) We're having this very no, we're having this very serious discussion, <laughs> and Mrs. Manson walks into camera with a plate of cookies, and I'm like, "Oh, we they're basically chocolate chip cookies, except they also have butterscotch chips in them. Interesting, and they're gluten free. Hey, that's all you need. They're pretty good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, we 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 froze some of the dough, and so these are freshly baked. That mm. wife takes good care of you." Um, I mean, she's not helping me live past 70, that's for sure, but I'm enjoying the time that I'm here. <laughs> so, yes, uh, best of luck to you on the eulogy. If you have any uh, thoughts and opinions on eulogies, either podcast at DDTWrestling.com or tweet at Doc Manson. Not that he's ever really on Twitter. Um, At least not on that account anymore. Are are you are you more active on the horrid podcast now? Um, if by more you mean ever, I've posted there once or twice this week. Yes, uh, let's check it out. Horridpodcast dot com at horrid podcast. Eight tweets, eleven followers. I'm gonna give you a little follow. I will be your dozen. Hooray! Um, I'm also. You know, posting on my Instagram account, which is also at Horrid Podcast. I'm going to start. I've been posting the things I've been watching there, and I'll continue to create that record there. If life had a vomit meter, we'd be off the scale. (laughs) The drive-in oats? Yeah. Is that, that's the Joe Bob thing, I'm assuming? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, so, you know, an interesting, interesting time for us, because this is coinciding also with more finals this week, isn't graduation this weekend? Yeah, finals were this last week, so this whole week I was trying to get the grade books pasted together to be in a final form, and, uh, tomorrow I have to deliver two lab manuals to the publishers, so that's two new editions that I have to get out the door, I've been working on those all week. They're pretty much ready, but got to button it up do you, and get them out. Do you actually physically deliver it? Like, are you off in a car in a little suit and hat <laughs> to, like, hand it off? No. Oh, no, it's electronic delivery, but <clears throat> I do have to have a complete file ready to go to print, basically. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Busy, busy time of year. We're, you know, we're counting down to the wire. I've got my to-do list, and things are getting slowly crossed off. And hopefully no new things are getting put on. But, uh, yeah. The, I'm looking forward to summer. Are you taking time off? Are you traveling? Are you going to... I know Mrs. Manson at some point was talking about going, whether it was to the... We've been trying. We've been trying to plan a vacation. But neither one of us can really decide where to go. Like, there's nowhere that we want to go. Like, the usual haunts... You know, we like to go to the Cape, Cape Cod. Um, we like to go to Newport. Sure. We've been to um, the Berkshires. And just like nothing that we usually do is 
<coughs> jumping out at yeah. us. And so we were looking at a couple of new things. We'd almost decided on one place, but then there was an overlap with the weekend we wanted to go and like this local college was having an event. Um, so like we couldn't get the rates that we wanted to sure. get at the, and that's, so that fell apart and we've been looking, but we really have not been able to make any decisions. So we're going to do something, but mm-hmm. yeah, we had talked. I know your wife and I had talked a little bit about the vineyard, but part of my response, I think was, Look, if you feel like you've done the Cape, you've done the vineyard. It's slightly different. Like, you can take more public transportation, but... Well, no, but it's actually completely different, because it's different place. It would be a different place to stay. Yes. It would be different places to yes. eat. So, you know, that it's got the same feel, yeah. maybe, but... We're, we're heading that way for a couple of days. When school gets out, we'll be doing another North Carolina road trip. So, Brandon, I will be visiting your home state of West Virginia for approximately five and a half seconds each way. Um, so, hey, again, hey, uh, eulogy ideas and vacation ideas, uh, probably there preferably in the New England to Northeast area. Um, yeah, podcast at DDTWrestling.com. Speaking of which, uh, we have a couple of emails, but uh, Jeremy sent in thoughts. We had We had done a Patreon show about the future of the list and what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go with that show. And he sent an email. Um, It's lengthy. He said we could read any, all, or none of it, essentially. Um, Do you want to read it on the air? Should this be something we discuss privately? It is one, two, two, two. It's an essay. It's This might be the longest email we have ever received. And And I'm counting. That's including POVs. POVs were long, but... These are long, thick paragraphs. This is thick and long. Long and thick. Yeah, there's some girth to this Mm. email. I think, I mean, I haven't read it all the way through. I'm going to err on the side of let's hold off. Okay. Unless you feel otherwise. No, I say say we we can read it ourselves. Now people are really interested to know. You know, he's talking about the list. He's talking about, you know, his ideas and his thoughts. And he was somebody I wanted to hear from because, you know, of all of the people that I call friends on Twitter, he's the one that knows the most about kind of Southern wrestling and, you know, kind of he's going to know a lot about the guys we don't know about. So, so, so we will come back to this at some point. Perhaps we will do another Patreon episode because at some point we need to decide what we're doing. Yeah, right. or 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 just continue not doing anything. That's how I like to roll. I'm just saying, summer's gonna help. Ha- summer's gonna happen. Hopefully, I can convince you to take some time off or weekends, I suppose, and uh, <clears throat> we can get some recording done. Why are you hiding behind your microphone? Because it's huge. It is. Speaking of things with girth, you've got like a what is the rubber thing on the arm? I'm gonna put. Yeah, what's that? No, yes. up. Yeah, what's that thing? Yeah, that's that thing. This? Yeah, what's that thing? Oh, it's just a, it's just an elastic that came with this. I, I was, I put it on there because I had envisioned trying to use it to get this stupid pop filter to stay in place, but it wouldn't stretch enough, and I was too lazy to try to get it off of there after I finally had everything else set up. So it's, it's literally nothing but this like cloth elastic that's just sitting there doing, doing nothing. Okay. Right. Very riveting. <laughs> I don't often examine your. You know, that's a you've got some serious hardware over there. It's you true. You might need to do a Patreon show. Just did you show off? Was there a Patreon post where you showed off the new stuff? I feel like you there might have been. I did post a photo of the new microphone. Like the unboxing yes. sort of thing. I didn't do that, but it's just a photo showing off the Electro Voice RE320. Do you ever. Un- Do you ever watch unboxing videos where people literally just open things and look at them for the first time? Occasionally, um, but more often I watch an unboxing video if it um, if it happens to be the first part of a YouTube review. So if there's more to it, I might watch an unboxing, but I don't tend to watch a video that's just an unboxing. Fair 
I don't know, you know, I don't know that I've ever uh, watched any of those, but they do seem to be the rage. I know I have students who will watch videos of, you know, people unboxing video games and all of that. And I'm like, uh, I don't get it. Okay. Hey, the phrase I've been using lately is if you love it, I love it for you. Um, here's a hot YouTube pro tip. If you're using YouTube on a uh, computer, a desktop or a laptop, I guess. Uh, if you are watching a YouTube video, like a tutorial of some kind, you know, people never say anything actually useful in typically the first 30% of the video. Um, and if you on your keyboard as the video is playing, hit the number three as part of the row of numbers, that will skip you to 30% of the way into the Wait, video. say that again? All of the numbers. Um, you can skip to a percentage of a video just by pressing the number on your keyboard. So if you start a video and hit one, it'll jump to 10% in. If you press two, it jumps to 20% in. If you hit four, it'll jump to 40% in. So it's an easy, quick way to skip a reliable percentage of each video. And typically the first, the, the statistic is usually quoted as the first 30% is useless. So if you're watching a tutorial, hit the three, jump to 30% in, you won't miss anything important. And you'll actually get closer to the stuff that you actually want to watch. Mind blown. I did not know that at all. I just pulled up an up, up, down, down video and just started pressing all the buttons. And I had no idea. The things, where do you, where do you learn all of these wonderful things? Where do you get such wonderful toys? To quote the Joker. Santa? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just hear things and I remember the useful ones. Uh, do you so remember? Go forth, people. Do you remember when the next pay-per-view is? Nope. Do you know what the next pay-per-view is? You told me last week it was money in the All bank. right, I just wanted to make sure you still remembered. It is not this weekend, it is the weekend after that, May 19th, money in the bank. Um, I'm going to presume you didn't watch any wrestling since last we spoke. What was Firefly Funhouse this week? Was that Mercy eating the rabbit? Yes. Then yes, I watched, I watched that much wrestling. I haven't even weekend. watched that. But I have watched. No? I have watched all the minor league stuff. I have watched this week's two hundred five live parts of it. I've watched this week's NXT UK, and I watched this week's NXT. Well, congratulations! So, but I have not seen Firefly Funhouse. <clears throat> I uh, I I heard about Vince McMahon coming out on Raw to be, well. Okay, let's back up actually before that. I was aware tangentially of what was happening on Raw this week because of social media. Sure. And I loved that over the weekend, Roman Reigns went on social media and said, hey, I'm going to Raw on Monday. And then the official WWE account replies to Roman, thanking him for the offer, but declining to have him appear on Raw. At which point... Roman Reigns replies that he will be there anyways. Who thinks this is good storytelling? Who? Uh, based on social media. It makes my brain hurt. Because you know that Roman Reigns, what he's tweeting there, you know that that's storyline. And so then to use the official account... To be like, no, you're not welcome here. And then for him to say, like, you know, that's all scripted anyways. Like, that's the thing that bothers me. Like, everybody knows wrestling is scripted. You can't run those types of angles anymore and, and expect to get any sort of buy-in from your fans. You just can't. I you, you need to adapt to the times. I saw buy-in. I saw people who... From who? I saw people who were... You know, retweeting Roman's tweet that he's going to Raw with wide-eyed emojis and fire emojis and all of that sort of stuff. Like, there. If you say so, I saw nothing but people complaining about it. There were well, the people who are complaining are complaining because the brand split seems to either be circling the drain, ready to die, or is undergoing some sort of shift that we are currently not yet privy to. Nope. Neither of those are the reason why I'm complaining. I understand. That's I'm not complaining why you're because it doesn't make any sense. 
and no, but I think I think with Becky and Ronda taking to Twitter to have their back and forth, the people in WWE now believe that social media is just another avenue with which to tell the story. So Roman going on and WWE responding is in their mind storytelling that's going to attract more fans than are actually watching the program. Well, I I mean I don't necessarily disagree except it's 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 different. It's fundamentally different when you have two individuals talking to each other. It, it but when you have this 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 account which is just the company that is not an actual individual and again you know everything that actually gets televised is scripted yeah. to to one degree or another so it it just it doesn't play there's there's no amount of suspension suspension of disbelief that that is going to allow me to buy into that story being told that way had it been stephanie who responded that'd be different i actually think yes that would be quite different okay so the issue your issue is the wwe social media account seemingly gaining a personality and because that part did strike me a little weird like being like who is it it's an is that a general manager there are no general managers is that a mcmahon no it's not a mcmahon who is who isn't making these announcements who are they announcing who 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 did they decide you know what? Like it just—I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. In that particular case, a brand account doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. And then, and then, well, it's not even a brand account. Maybe, it wasn't a raw account. It was literally just the WWE corporate. Well, WWE is a brand, I suppose. but yes, I understand what you're saying. Not a brand in terms of the brand split brands, which is what I do want to talk about next. I want to talk about the wild card rule, which Vince McMahon comes out on Raw. Uh, you know, seemingly sort of in response to Roman Reigns and this on the fly, it's, he appears again. I'm sure this is actually scripted, but he says, ah, oh, you've given me an idea. The wild card rule and three up to three people. Each each show will show up prosperous. And that's fine. I don't actually have a problem with the wild card rule uh, in general. What I have a problem with is he put a name to it he put rules to it up to three people and then on that same episode of raw five people from smackdown appeared the same episode literally less than two hours later the fourth and fifth people came out it was like you you who creates a rule in kayfabe and then destroys it within the same show it's just it's it's 100 percent that is 100% WWE storytelling, like compressed. Instead of making me wait six months to hate it, they did it in two hours. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make, and it just it makes it so hard to buy in or invest in anything that they <coughs> want to tell me when they do shit like that. Now, you're probably going to tell me and other people are probably going to tell me. And the fact remains, I'm probably doing it actually doing that pie in the sky, giving them way too much credit. But I do have this suspicion that we are being told the next steps in a very long-term storyline that is going to eventually get Vince McMahon off TV and get creative control in the hands of the McMahon children. Like, he went out there and acted like a crazy person who doesn't really know what he's doing. Like, I can't believe that he's just going to go out there and do that. So I want, I'm of the opinion, and this is just my opinion. I am of the opinion that this is, we are being led to believe that Vince McMahon is a crazy person who's going out on his own show because he can and making whatever rules he wants. And in that, opinion in that storyline that i've created for myself it absolutely makes sense that he can't he goes out there and makes a rule that he can enforce and it's that's just yet another piece of ammunition for when eventually shane or stephanie or paul levesque come out and go you can't keep doing this like you 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 gotta go that's a great fan fiction that you've Thank written you. 
But that's what that is. That has no basis in reality. I agree that there is nothing that there is nothing I've seen that proves it's happening, but that's where I'd like this to go. And so I'm going to continue because it makes me happy. I'll continue to pay attention and tell myself that story. <clears throat> I didn't count the number of SmackDown superstars who appeared on Raw. I love it. I think having the superstar shakeup be a one night thing is a dumb idea. I tweeted this out. Give us the month. After WrestleMania, anything can happen, and then you have a shakeup. Um, so I don't have a problem with the wild card thing. I like the fact we got, you know, I should go watch, what was it, Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston versus maybe it was AJ. There was some ridiculous triple threat that main evented SmackDown that eventually I should watch because it seemed like it had all wrestlers I enjoyed. <clears throat> so I don't have a problem with it. But I can understand why some people are feeling like – I don't like that it really appears that WWE is just making it up as they go along. And so I'm hoping that this is smoke and mirrors to a longer storyline, but I might be deluding myself, and I'm okay with it. I mean, you say that you're okay with that. But you also didn't watch either of those shows this week, did you? No, but I don't like I could watch them on Hulu. But as I will get to in my piece of positivity, I have fallen down yet another rabbit hole. And when I fall down these rabbit holes, those are the things <clears throat> that I find myself interested in more than these. Plus, again, maybe it's just maybe it's me, maybe. Maybe I'm realizing that my time on social media, you want to talk about cresting the hill. Maybe I am on the other side of Twitter because. Oh, thank God. Because frankly, for a while, I was thinking you needed an intervention. Because <clears throat> the negativity, the people who are just, you know, going out of their way to be so anti this, it sours me on the product, not because. I don't I'm not interested in it, but because I know that whatever it is, is going to get crapped on. And maybe I'm choosing the wrong thing. I'm choosing social media over the wrestling. Maybe I need to avoid social media, watch the wrestling <clears throat> and enjoy it or not enjoy it of my own volition rather than letting the opinions of others kind of taint my own perception. <laughs> taint. I love you. <laughs> um, double or nothing is really going to be $60. No, it's not. What's it going to be then? You know? I don't, but they haven't made any announcements yet. Why are people tweeting that it's going to be $59.99? Because they don't actually know. But they honestly, they honestly do not know yet. It's 16 days away. Correct. So it's it's less than two weeks away and they don't know how much they're going to charge. Correct. They uh, well, it's not that they don't know. It's that they haven't announced it. They just okay. this week announced what they're going to be charging in the UK. Yeah. Why they announced the UK before the US. I don't know, but they did. And in the UK, it's nowhere near $60. No, it's ridiculously uh, cheap, I believe. Relatively speaking, wow. yeah. Compared to $60, yes. <clears throat> I just found a Twitter account called Land of Food, and I may never leave again. Hmm. But yeah, so I'd like to think that they're not going to try to charge $60 for it, because I can guarantee you right now, if they try to charge $60 for it, I'm not going to watch Are it. Are you going to watch it any? Okay, <clears throat> let's play that game. Would you pay $50 for it? No. 40 Nope. 30 uh, at 30, I would probably consider it. 25. 24.99. Still considering. 19.99. I think that's pretty much a guarantee I would get it. Yeah. 21.99. Nope. <laughs> forget it. Out of the question. I just even want to look because I know some of the matches, but I don't know all of them. Let me see. Hangman Adam Page versus Neville. Omega Ooh. Jericho, Cody versus Ooh. Dustin, 
The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Never heard of the Young Bucks. It doesn't look bad. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't... With the exception of Cody versus Dustin, nothing jumps out at me as, oh my god, I need to watch it. I would always enjoy Christopher Daniels. I enjoy Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. Is that the actual Glacier? Glacier's wrestling. Yes! Uh, okay. <laughs> Glacier. Um, and it's, is it on Saturday or is it on Sunday? I don't know. What is May 25th, 2019? Is a Saturday. See, now that's smart. Having it on a Saturday, and it's the week before the takeover that is in Connecticut, um, is smart. Again, I'll be interested to see. I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to watch it unless somebody I know is watching it and happens to be like, hey, would you like to come over and watch it? I don't know what time it starts. I don't know how long it's going to go. If it's $20 and you want to (laughs) come over and give me $5. Oh, man. Those were the days. Weren't they? Uh, double or nothing start time. That's what I want to know. Time is starting in the evening. Again, I like to go to bed. Nice. <laughs> it's a Saturday. Come well, on. I, that does change things for me because I'm like, okay, Saturday. It doesn't even say what time it starts. Oh, well. <clears throat> I, you know, if it's, if it's going and seeing it amongst friends... Perhaps I would partake, which is more than I would have said before. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, if Gold Dust wasn't in it, I would have no interest at all. Come on. Neville versus Hangman Page. Yeah, we'll be good. I, I have no. I want to see Neville. I have no interest in watching Kenny Omega wrestle Chris Jericho. No? Chris. I've never seen uh, Kenny, Okada. Kenny Okada wrestle before, so I'd be very interested to see what that's like. Yeah. It would be interesting for the intrigue and the surprise. I'm much more interested in the fact that the Impact app seemingly is a thing now. And you can just, like, Lance Storm was tweeting out about some random Impact weekly pay-per-view he was watching. And I was like, oh, hell yes. I want to watch. Lance Storm was also tweeting some other helpful tips this week. I don't know if you saw those. About underwear lines? Yeah. Um. If you watch NXT, squats, baby. If you watch NXT, I believe you will understand what he is talking about because Mm. Riddick Moss, who I never seem to care about, um, has has come out with a new character. But you can totally see underwear lines on his booty, and uh, yeah, it kind of does defeat things. So yeah, what what is it? What did he say? Something in a thong. Yep, do squats. squats, wear a thong. Did you get that on a t-shirt, Lance? Randy Orton replied. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton's at the stage of his career where he's like, I'm going to say whatever I want. I don't care. I don't give up. <laughs> I do give yeah. up about our emails, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Do you have anything, is anything else on your mind? Have you seen Avengers yet? Um, nope. Have you seen Hellboy yet? No. Are you going to see the new X-Men movie when it comes out? Definitely not. When's Godzilla come out? Isn't that the end of the month? I think so, yeah. So you'll go see that. That looks good. It does? I think so. The preview, I I will say this about that movie. Um, We're watching the preview before Avengers, and I glanced over at Mrs. Matthews, and she was kind of like, that looks... I was like, wow, if Mrs. Matthews is interested in a monster movie, they're doing something right. She was like, I didn't know there were so many monsters. I was like, oh, man, Doc will fill you in. (laughs) I feel like that should be one of our podcasts before the movie comes out is I'll just be like, I'm just going to ask you questions. And I'll be like, tell me about Mothra. (laughs) All right. Well, Um, Mothra and King Ghidorah and Rodan. Oh, yeah. What's the robot's name? I can never remember the robot's name. Mecha Godzilla? No. It might not even. Jet Jaguar? Yes, Jet Jaguar. (laughs) Have you seen, have you been to the website for Kaiju Big Battle? Yes, I think I have. 
I'm like, if Doc could design a wrestling promotion, this is what it would be. There's a wrestler, I believe, named Space Potato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like Kaiju Big Battle a lot in theory. I think I was able to watch some of the wrestling like on YouTube and I, the execution of their video left something to be desired. Well, it is one of those no, things that's like what exactly can you reasonably expect? You know, that's something I should bring up to Mrs. Manson. We've been talking about since we can't decide where to go. We've been talking about just spending a few days in Boston, you know, visiting some of the old stomping grounds. Maybe we should try to plan something around a Kaiju Big Battle show. I'd like to see that in person, that insanity. I've realized after she finally, you know, moved down here to be with me that literally Kaiju Big Battle had been putting on shows like two blocks away <laughs> from where she lived the entire time we were dating. It was maddening to find out. I'm, I'm watching a sizzle reel. <clears throat> There's Los Plantanos. There's a guy with a cube head. There's a guy dressed as a waffle. And by that, I mean he's actually a waffle, of course. That guy's got a chicken head. Yes. Pecking. I don't know. Good stuff. I, there's, <laughs> there's a cheeseburger splurting ketchup like it was blood. Oh, man. Well, there's something, for, again, and, and this, is, this goes back to that whole, like, if you don't like WWE, stop watching. Somebody was like, I feel like I could just watch the pay-per-views. And I'm like, that's what we've been saying for months. Just watch the pay-per-views. I'm going to watch Money sure. in the Bank and enjoy the heck out of it. And I don't know that I need to see what's on Raw. Like, I'm part of me is like, I'll wait until the Raw replay shows up on WWE Network. And then I'll watch it. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Glenn. Oh, did you all? I don't know if you I saw this. Not before we get to the emails. I saw that there is some word that in order to try to goose ratings, WWE is going to be um, uh, Limiting the, enacting lim a policy where they limit, yes, they limit what they put on the YouTube. YouTube from now on. Way to live. What do you think about that? Way to live in a different time. I think that's a bad yeah, move. I would be like, we're going to put entire segments on. Like, not yeah. these three-minute highlights. Like, you know, you're going to get to watch the entire Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston match. It's 12 minutes. We put it on and we tape during the commercial breaks, and you can watch that too. Like, that this, sounds is, right. this is where we're headed. I understand ratings matter heading into the Fox deal, but come on. But, yeah, you can't put this back in the box. No. No. Um, before anniversary waltz. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a topic, but I'll save it because we can't just read Glenn's email two words at a time and then go on to other things. May 11th, 2008. I was present at the inaugural show of Pro Wrestling Eve, an all women promotion in a town called Hemel Hempstead in the UK. They put their show on in what was no more than a large garden shed with about 50 peoples. This Saturday, they celebrate their ninth anniversary with Viper versus Kaylee Ray as their main event in one of the best wrestling venues in London. It just goes to show how far women's wrestling has come even outside the Dubba Dubba. My question this week is, where is the strangest place you have ever been to see a sporting event? Thanks as always, Glenn. Glenn. You could not have asked two worse <laughs> people a sporting event question. The worst, the strangest place I've ever been to see a sporting event is probably Fenway. It's pretty because when you think about it's it, it's a strange place. Yeah, baseball stadiums are weird. Yeah, like I've been to one professional major league baseball game. Um, I've been to a bunch of minor league games. I don't think I've ever seen a professional basketball game. I don't watch football. 
I've been to wrestling meets in odd schools, but I wrestled at those, so I didn't see the sporting event. I, well, I suppose I saw it as I was taking place, getting my butt kicked. Um, I was not a very good wrestler, Doc. My mom used to say, she was like, I could tell sometimes the moment you said, I don't want to do this anymore, and you just laid down. Because, <laughs> you know, you're getting yeah, pinned and you're trying like to you. fight to keep your shoulders off the mat. And at some point, you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. And you lay down. <laughs> <laughs> you just did not have that competitive spirit, I guess. Um, I did, th- There's a stadium, a baseball stadium near where I grew up. That is in the middle of an industrial park. And it's literally like, you know, big like FedEx depots and all of that. A baseball stadium and then some, you know, big electrical parts manufacturing thing. So that's kind of a weird place. But I'm I'm not sure I've been, you know, the wrestling shows I've been to have been in casinos or major cities. So I haven't gone to see a, you know, look. I once went to a... uh a college hockey game and it was the they had the audacity to to have that game at at the at the local ice rink where people usually go skating it was very strange yeah. that's all i got glenn <laughs> sorry um <laughs> the thing i had thought of was i i've heard tell that wwe is going to revamp the network and i've also heard about some tiered options perhaps I don't know what those are going to be. I don't think there's been anything released yet in terms of details. But uh, what would they need to do, Doc? Now, granted, you don't subscribe to the network anymore. You just have my account information, which is just fine. I actually don't have your account information. Well, is it still logged in? Am I still logged into your system? I presume it is still logged in. But I honestly haven't checked since WrestleMania. All right. Well, fair enough. But what would it take to get you to pay more than nine ninety nine? What would WWE need to put on there? Oh no, that's just not possible. There is nothing they could put on there that I would pay more than nine ninety nine for. In fact, if they want to get me back as a subscriber, what they need to do is give me an option where I get. Zero access to any of the back catalog, and I only get the live events for four ninety nine a month. That I would subscribe to on a throwaway basis. That's um, not a bad idea, actually. But I have, That's really not a bad idea. I have no use for the back catalog. None. I didn't but in even fairness, think of that. They will never do no, that. But I, they will never break that apart. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, you would have now. Granted. I'll be interested because I watch a lot of the back catalog. Although if they start charging me more for access to the back catalog, I'm going to start feeling a little bit betrayed. <clears throat> I feel like it's more likely that if they do offer a cheaper plan, it would be $4.99 for the back catalog, and not the live $9.99 for the back catalog plus the main event plus the shows, and maybe they'll offer like a $14.99 plan. For all of that, plus... It would need to be other promotions. Because I don't have any any interest in original stuff. You're either putting Raw and SmackDown on there more than six weeks later, which I don't think the networks are going to necessarily want to do. Or you're like, hey, we have the rights to Evolve, so we're putting all of the Evolve shows up. We have the rights to Progress, so we're putting all the Progress shows up. And now it's a one-stop shop. For multiple catalogs that I would consider because I have looked at whether or not I want to try progress for a month and just watch some stuff. So. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, though. Maybe not. I'm actually very interested to know how what they would add, because if they don't add, if they split it apart and charge more for the same offering, I think they're. That's not a winning business proposition for them. The network already struggles, um, I think, to hit the numbers that they want it to have. So if you're going to charge more for the same content, I think they're going to lose subscribers. <clears throat> yeah. They're, so I'm reading here from an article, you know, better search for seamless discovery, which is good because the search feature stinks. 
download to go and increased personalization. I don't know what any of that means. There's going to be new content because there's always new content. There will even be a multi-tier plan which will provide various perks and VIP access. So there's actually something for everyone. I do wonder, they started to do these watch parties where, you know, watch a room full of wrestlers that kind of go in and out, watch wrestling. Like, that might be something. Yeah. They, you know, we've been talking about this idea for years. If they want to be like, look, we'll bring a camera to house shows. You can watch some house show matches. I Some people might be interested in that. You're not going to be, but you're not necessarily in love with wrestling anymore. So... Fair. You've got your own thing you're doing. You're you're looking at horror movie streaming services, all of those sorts. I do subscribe to See? one. And let me tell you, Shudder, when you sign up for the annual plan, works out to like $3.99 a month for the year. $3.99. Yeah. That's an amazing value for what I'm getting from that service, even compared to what was a reasonable value in the WWE Network for $9.99. Yeah. So, Shudder, if you'd like to sponsor the Horrid Podcast, you can get in touch with me at email at horridpodcast.com. Look at you trying to sell your other things. It doesn't even exist yet. It doesn't matter. You're still all. Uh, Danielle, I actually remembered to email E, an envelope with an E. That's just a mail emoji. That's an emoji. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. The majority of the spring semester is wrapping up, and I can... Also attest to counting down to the start of summer, just like DC mentioned last week. Today's wrestling question is about the wild card rule from Raw this week. Figured you guys might mention it, but what would be one or multiple adjustments you would make to this wild card rule? Or what would you ask WWE to clarify about the wild card rule? And since we're all counting down to the summer... So you it's have anything you'd like to accomplish during the summer or trips to take. Still setting up my summer fun list to start. June 7th. Cheers, Danielle. Sent from my iPhone's web browser because I refuse to keep email on every social media app on my phone. Those times was time checking social media, period. Um, there was a sun emoji in there, there too. Was. Uh, I think Doc's made it very clear what he'd like to clarify. About the wild card. No, it's not, I wouldn't like to clarify it. I'd like them just to get rid of it because it's a dumb rule. And you, as you said, just let people appear on both shows. There is no brand. There, are, there is no brand split. Stop pretending there's a brand Either split. Either get rid of the brand split altogether. Or. Sorry, Constable. Or have a, like I said, have a month where it's just chaos reigns and then you try to scope it out. Is that like Roman's, like. Alter ego or it should be his finisher. Chaos reigns. That'd be a good. I got to tell I you, I feel like if he wore the Undertaker's mascara, he could call himself chaos reigns. Um, I saw the trailer, a full trailer for that Hobbs and Shaw movie with the rock and Jason Statham. And they show a lot of the Roman reign bits in it. I kind of think I'm going to go see it. It just looks that is that a fast and it furious is a fast movie? and furious spinoff. Because I don't believe okay. Vin Diesel would allow it to be an official Fast and Furious movie. So they just took out the Fast and Furious part. I haven't seen any of those Neither movies. Neither have I. And I don't think I need to in order to understand this movie. I think you're likely correct in that assessment. Um, the other option for what would I do to change is Universal Champions. One man, one woman, one tag team per gender. They're the people that go everywhere. Yeah, right. And then get rid of all the double belts yeah. and just have yeah. them. You have the be, universal champions. And then yeah. if you want to have a Raw and SmackDown champion, that's fine. But that's essentially your mid-card title. So that's your other option. Um, what I like what would I like to accomplish during this summer? What trips would I like to take? I'd like to go back to North Carolina and explore some more. I would like to record um, at least... Four episodes of question marks and at least 12 episodes of the list 2.0, if that's a thing. Um, I haven't read Jeremy's email. It might not be a thing. We have to see what Jeremy says. And I want to um, either subscribe to the Impact app 
or the new Japan app and do some serious watching of non WWE. Cool. I want to get a season of horrid recorded. That ain't going to happen, but I want it to. I think it could. I think I still haven't finished episode two. Doesn't matter. Got time. And I have to go back and write episode zero. (laughs) Jeremy. This is his second email, and this one is called Animal Fact. So I heard that turkeys can reproduce without having sex. I don't think that's true. (laughs) Having had sex myself at least two times, I don't think that's true. Due to the fact that I've sired two confirmed successful live births, I can only imagine what an awful life a turkey's must be. But then I heard that a dolphin's nipples are located in its anus. Clearly, being a baby dolphin would be far worse than being a grown turkey. Point is, no matter how it's going, somebody has it worse. Positively yours, Jeremy. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, are you looking stuff up? Because I'm looking stuff up. You look up the dolphin thing. That's what I'm looking up right now. How do dolphins nurse? Sciencing.com. Clearly a trustworthy website. Sciencing.com. Like, they're a, they're a bird. <laughs> they're, they're a descendant from reptiles. Now, it's possible, because like, I do believe I tweeted out, send us your questions, topics, random facts. It's possible that he just made up some stuff, but... He's, I mean, I don't know a lot about birds, but that can't be true, right? I mean, people lose traits, but um, a female dolphin. How many people? A female dolphin has two inverted nipples that sit within its mammary slits near its belly. When a calf is ready to nurse, it places its beak into the slit, and the mother voluntarily ejects. That has nothing to do with one's anus. Jeremy, you bastard. I think he did make shit up. I think so, because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a classroom teacher. We talk about Thanksgiving for a good portion of November. I've <laughs> never heard. That would have come up. <laughs> I've never heard about a turkey asexually reproduced. Um, I feel like for the last few weeks, your piece of positivity has been the horrid podcast. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but I'm going to ask, is that your piece of positivity this week, too? No. But you wanted it to make it that way, didn't you? <laughs> as soon as I said it, Go you were Go to like, patreon.com forward slash horrid podcast. What? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, that's a real site. You can look it up. But uh, wait, you have a Patreon page yeah. already? Well, here's the thing. I got an email from Patreon saying that anybody who launched a campaign after the seventh, they were updating their their terms of service. They were going to have different rules for, and so basically everything that our account includes right now was going to be under a different type of account where they would take a larger percentage of your earnings. And so I said, well, I don't actually have a use for a horrid podcast Patreon at this point, but I should probably make one and launch it just to lock in the current rates and features. And so, yes, I did make it. But in fairness, I have no use for it at this point because it's not even a show yet. (laughs) But you understand. Glenn is a crazy person. I love him dearly. He might give you five dollars a month just to support you. I'm debating giving you some, you know, I want to see what the lowest. That's 100% up to everybody else. I had to launch it to lock in the old rates. That's all. Because the seventh was the day that had to happen. Like it was May 6th by 1159 PM. And I was launching that thing at like 1013 that night. So. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even given it a lot of thought yet. Are we really approaching? Lord knows. Yeah, we are. 2015. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> We're getting up there. Um, so what is your piece of positivity? Because it's not the Patreon page. Um, I'm watching season three of Ash versus Evil Dead <gasps> now that that showed up on Netflix. 
and I'm liking it. I'm like four episodes in now, and it is much better than season two. Season two, really, I did not like very much at all. It did not feel like the Evil Dead to me. This one has a different showrunner this season, mm-hmm. and uh, it's I think it's good. I think it's quite good. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Too bad it was canceled after the third season, because if somebody wanted to pick that up and make a fourth season, I would watch that too. But yeah, enjoying it very much. I always like Bruce Campbell, one of my favorites. Does that count? It's still horror related, but no, because it's not. It's not the podcast. It's not, I, I understand that a lot of your positivity things are horror movies. We can unpack that at a later date. Uh, I'm more just saying, and again, I love that you have this project. You talk about it with a passion that is usually only reserved for Moe's burritos and steak. Mm, Burritos. I prefer the stack, but you know, I couldn't remember. Moe's is tasty. um, (laughs) My piece of positivity is I have, I've dove back into that backlogged content that you have no use for. Um, I've jumped around with the DC Diaries. I'm trying not to tweet so much that everyone mutes me. I'm pretty sure most of the people who follow me, but that's okay. Uh, what I've decided to do is I am going back and watching all 340 some odd episodes of Main Event, which, if you were watching wrestling back in 2012, started as a legit like, we're going to make this a big deal show. I'm pretty sure CM Punk wrestled on the first episode as world champion sort of thing. Um, hmm. It wasn't always just the opening to Raw, where we just send the people that we don't have anything to do with. But, of course, those are my people. So, and then, because I am who I am, I was like, oh, I should track the win-loss records for everyone who appears on main event. So that became uh, a little tally sheet, which then became a spreadsheet once I reached the 50th episode. So I can tell you that Justin Gabriel has wrestled more matches than anyone on the first 50 episodes. I can tell you that um, I love Santino Morella because I've gotten to see a couple of his. He did this thing. I don't even remember who he was wrestling. It doesn't really. Oh, he was wrestling Sandow. It was Santino versus Sandow. It was like the best. I was so happy. Um, and Sandow is. I do miss Damien Sandow. And Sandow, in his, he is intellectual savior to the masses. He has the briefcase that he never got to cash in. Um, and he is hitting Santino's head into the turnbuckle. And Santino starts getting mad. And he's hooking up. And he's hooking up. And he turns around. And then. Flare flops immediately after it, like turns around and just goes boom and face plants. And I was like, I love you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Santino was quite the comedy act. I like so him. I it, again, I'm trying to watch after I skipped around a bit. There were some episodes I didn't watch anything of. I'm trying now to watch at least one match per episode. Some matches I don't care about some matches. I, I watch, but uh, I, cool. I am enjoying it. That's really all that matters. I got to watch Oksana wrestle. Ooh, that was bad. Now, that's a name I haven't heard in some yeah. time. She looks a lot like Liv Morgan, which I didn't expect. Um, really? A little bit like a darker haired Liv Morgan in the face, like her facial features. kind Oh, of OK. I was going to say, yeah, she doesn't have blonde no, hair and she doesn't have a blue tongue. But um. No, but yeah, no. I'm in, I'm enjoying it. There are things to like on WWE Network. If you don't like the current content, find something else you like. There's a lot to offer. I hope you've enjoyed what we've had to offer this week on a thrilling edition of the DDT podcast, episode 174. Uh, GQ, I don't know that he's been uh, sending us the... Usually he sends us the, the code word. I don't think he's been listening. Um. And he'd have to listen to know that this week's code word is phlebotomist. Phlebotomist. Bonus points if you spell it right. There is. I was going to go with antipasta, Ooh. but phlebotomist is all right. Well, yeah. there's, we could each have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, thank you for joining us on this thrilling edition. Next week, uh, I will force Doc to talk a little bit more about money in the bank. Uh, we won't do predictions in production. Um, but but we'll we'll chat about the ladder matches that are coming up. 
Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you liked this episode and want to listen to our entire back catalog, you can do so by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Horrid podcast. No, that is not it. Shekels to, oh, Lies. Oh, right, uh, Lies. Patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send a few shekels towards DC and Doc to help us keep the lights on and the podcast train. Uh, you better get a P.O. box before you get a P.O. box. <laughs> Though if we combine our forces, who would like to raise $13 a month, then we could get a P.O. box and it could be both. People could send you. I'd like to break even on horrid first. People could send then... you horror movies in the mail that they'd like you to watch. I'd watch them. Like I got to imagine our friends yeah. in the UK probably have access to some horror movies that you might not know as much about. That's probably true. Yeah. All right. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a fantastic uh, weekend. It's not a holiday. I almost said holiday weekend. It's not a holiday. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?